I can't speak for everybody, but myself, I go from peace to panic every six hours, whether I need it or not. Right. So when the, you know, when the inventory is short and the buyers are frustrated and you're thinking outside of the box, but there's just not enough, there's not enough context to get people where they need to be. Right. Mm. Fatigued. They've written too many offers. They're like, I'm just going to stay with my parents for six months. The interest rates are going up. So you, you know, you have all of that. Welcome to the Maryland Real Estate Influencers Podcast, where we explore the ins and outs of the local real estate market. Join us as we chat with industry experts, uncovering tips, trends, and strategies to help you navigate Maryland's real estate landscape. Get ready to elevate your real estate game. Let's dive in. Hi, y'all. Thank you so very much for joining us this week. We have a treat for you. Uh, and I would love to say, Thank you so very much for the reviews that we're receiving. Thank you for listening and just giving an honest input of each of the uh, videos that you're seeing, whether it's audio or the uh, visual um, videos. Thank you so very much, everyone, for listening to the Maryland Real Estate Influencers Podcast. Today, we have uh, Heather uh, Schaefer Atkins with us today. Do you use both names or just know which? I do. I do. Well, it depends. I mean, you know, some people call me Heather Adkins. Some people call me Heather Schaefer Adkins. But I, I, uh, I kind of regret keeping that, keeping my name in there because it's long. And, right. Uh, but, you know, but I was already established in real estate. So, yes. And I understand it was, that. It's definitely a sticking point for Brian. You know, Brian. <laughs> a sticking point for and me. I, I, I do love Lisa Brian, too. I, if y'all are not aware that. Uh, Heather's husband is a fabulous carpeting and flooring guy. If you ever need a referral, uh, he comes right up to your house, brings you the swatches. Uh, I remember, God, I've had him do so many of different properties of mine. He's just like, Jen, I'm not in the area. You know what? Sweep on my house and get the little pet. Look at him. Like, he's just so thoughtful. And he's just so, he's, I appreciate the way he does business. He's like, you have animals. You don't want to get the really good stuff. Just get the stuff that gets you by with the animals. And then right. they redo it. And I'm like, oh, my God, that made so much sense to me. It like blew my mind um, <laughs> because he's right. I had three dogs at the time and it and uh -huh. older and having accidents. And it was a lot different. And he's just always been such a an oh. awesome guy to deal with. Well, I'm glad to hear that. Absolutely. So, Heather, tell us a little bit about who you worked for and uh, what got you into the business. So I, funny enough. So um, I spent the majority of my career with Joan Ryder over at Joan Ryder and Associates. And she actually came to a job that I was working at at Preston Stationery. Wow. And she, yes. And she's in Bel Air? Like, in Bel Air while I was yeah. in college. And oh. she said, I need a receptionist. Are you interested? And, you know, I was young. I was like, okay, maybe. So I came and interviewed with her. And really, I got into real estate sales almost by accident, but real estate, you know, I went to work in her office administratively and I just fell in love with everything about it. Wow. You know, like Joan herself is larger than life and she is to this day um, the reason I am doing what I'm doing um, because she's just an amazing real estate agent. She's an amazing community member. She, you know, she gets the give where you live kind of scenario. Um, when I was younger, I didn't really get all of that. But, you know, as my business grew and I grew 
then that's, you know, I really, really appreciate everything that she did. And, and I did all the stuff that she did. I, you know, joined the association and became president of the association. And um, I'm a RPAC major contributor. And all of that is what I saw her do. And I contributed that to her success and her stake in the uh, real estate community. So, but mm-hmm. as time goes by and everybody's, you know, um, their situations change, you know, I was going on a different path. And uh, so Joan and I parted ways. I got a call from Kim Lechner over at Long and Foster and uh, we started talking and decided um, to try a partnership. And, um, and that's three years strong wow. now. So in 2020, right at the beginning of the pandemic, I <laughs> uh, got my broker's license. We thought about maybe doing a, a, a boutique brokerage and uh, really just figured out that coming to Long and Foster, Kim was already established. I joined her here. Mike Scarborough is phenomenal broker. You know, he's uh, really great. Welcomed me with open arms has been a really good. Um, it was a really good move for me. So, yeah. So that's that's how I got to where I got. I've been in the business for about 30 years now. So I was wow. 19 when I started working for Joan. And I only got my real estate license because I wanted to be able to tell the other agents uh, because we didn't have computers yet. So I wanted to be able to tell the other agents, you know, what's on the market. If they were in constant friendship, which is, was a big concentrated neighborhood, I could at least tell them that there were other houses for right. sale that our agents had listed so they would know. So that's why. I, wow. And then I just fell in love with every facet of it. So I got into it right as the internet um, became yeah. in 2000, or, I'm sorry, 96. And yes. right when email started, internet started. Yes, so I saw yes. a little bit of the old way of doing it with the books in the office, as mm-hmm. well as uh, doing it the new way in 96. Wow. Yeah. So that's it's something been, else. Been interesting to see it all move, you know, in the direction that it moved. And it has. Yeah. Yeah. It I'm has. always in the ball. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. Now I'm going to ask you to be a little humble here um, okay. because um, I, I think it's important in, in, in what we're about to share. So you all are knowing you are in the right place if you're looking to listen to how an agent did 50 transactions during 2022 and closed mm-hmm. almost $18 million in business. That's what we're here to talk about and to mm-hmm. talk about what she's doing in 2023 um, that we have 18 million already closed and in the books, and we have still other ones that are pending and are active. Mm-hmm. And I want to share with our people, our listeners here, exactly what um, Heather is doing to have success every day, how she starts her day, every day, how she goes through her own daily success plan in order to have this, uh, this, um, this business that she has, how she's grown it. So first of all, Fabulous production, in a, especially in a down economy. Congratulations to you. Absolutely. And um, I wanted to find out, it, has this been very difficult to pivot in the last 12 months? Yes. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, I think, I can't speak for everybody, but myself, I go from peace to panic every six hours, whether I need it or not, right? So, when the, you know, when the inventory is short and the buyers are frustrated and you're thinking outside of the box, but there's just not enough, there's not enough context to get people where they need to be, right? Mm. 
fatigued. They've written too many offers. They're like, I'm just going to stay with my parents for six months. The interest rates are going up. So, you, you know, you have all of that. So uh, my buyer pool is definitely down or on hold. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm very fortunate to have the listings that I have. And, you know, and I like to think that I have some really cool ones. And, um, and all of my business is really by referral. So I don't, the only place you will see my sign advertised is at my golf club. And I just do that because I love my golf community over at Winner's Run. And if you're in a golf cart there, you'll see my, you'll see my mug. (laughs) I love it. Yeah. But um, other than that, um, you know, outside of um, sponsoring uh, different charities, you know, I do do, I do like to do a lot of that. I like to give back. Uh, to the community. Um, so, but this particular year, let's talk, I'm sorry, let me backtrack because I will go off on a tangent. <laughs> so uh, my, so last year I was the president of the Harvard County Association of Realtors on top of working and, um, and my production. And this year I'm not. So I have put a lot of volunteer hours into the association. So it was kind of a double whammy for me, right? So sure. I've your hours are now down for the association and um, and business is down. So, so it's kind of like you, you have to reset. But what, what that did for me this year specifically, and this is what we were talking about before you started airing, like, you know, everyone has their own path and you define your success by what you want, not necessarily what the industry standards are, right? Everybody mm-hmm. always looks at production, like production is the the big the big um you know the golden the golden goose right mm-hmm. not necessarily the case i have a child he's 15 this year he wanted to work in ocean city for the summer and one of the things that a slower market will give you is the either the ability to grind harder or the ability to take some time off or maybe a combination of both like you know, I didn't miss a baseball game. I didn't, um, that I could go to, uh, he wanted to work in ocean city for the summer with a few of his friends and he was able to accomplish that. That involved me being a little bit further away. So I haven't been grinding as hard this summer as I normally would. And, you know, that's going to speak to my production a little bit too, but I feel wonderful about it because I spent that summer this summer, you know, I mean, I'm working full time, don't get me wrong, but I might be working 40 or 50 hours versus 60 or 70 hours, which is really the hustle, right? So, and the other thing it taught me is that um, having some time to breathe is not necessarily a bad thing. Definitely not. The last few years have allowed me to do a lot of really awesome things financially, you know, and otherwise. So um, I think, I think for me, it was really good to be able to reset, but back to the like peace to panic, right? So we're entrepreneurs. So if we are not hustling all the time, we sit idle too much, our brains start working, mm-hmm. the wrong, you know, that's whole stinking thinking thing. Oh and, yes. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so I've tried really hard on not to not do that and to stay in a positive frame of mind. And when I need positivity, I go to my positive people. Um, you, know, you get, um, there's a, I don't know, um, Tracy Sims, Tracy Sims, no, Betty Klepka is, um, heads up like a women's meet and meet and greet, um, just a like think tank kind of thing. And uh, I have yet to be to one, but it is on my radar 
of something that I really, really want to do because I like being in front of other agents um, through other companies and seeing what everybody's doing. I love so, that. I love yeah. that. I want to pick up. There's two things that you said in here that I'd like to highlight is one is that your business is mostly by referral only. So yes. are we talking about past clients referring repeat business? Yes. Past repeat. clients referring your, your current clients and your sphere. That's where your business yes. is coming from? Yes, exactly. So I work, I work my database, right? So I have my, my database that I work on um, several hundred people. Uh, but, you know, I've been in the county my whole entire life. And, you know, I uh, got licensed in Pennsylvania um, back in the early 2000s when the market was moving. Um, you know, a lot of people were transferring into Pennsylvania, but I grew up in Northern Hartford County. So I had a lot of, a lot of people that I mm -hmm. knew that I grew up with it, that were going that way. But yeah, I don't farm an area specifically, but I do really work that client list and just answering the phone, like don't put the phone down. I mean, create boundaries, but you know, picking up the phone is half the battle. And I'm not talking to cold call. I'm talking if somebody calls you and wants to know about a property, then make sure you call them back. Like follow up is key. So that's where all the money is. It is yeah. So, yeah. And, and so get involved. Like I, I like to stay involved in my community, and I, you know, and I, I don't know where some of my business comes from, but it's not from. I don't pay for leads or advertising as far as that's concerned. The one place I told you, you know, I do do a lot of sponsorships for things that are near and dear to my heart. I'm a big, um, a big contributor to the Hartford County Humane Society. I'm one of the members of their Voss Society. Uh, Mrs. Voss was the one who actually created the Humane Society. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, and they've made huge strides over there. And I like to continually uh, support them. So I, you know, I, so if there's a golf tournament, you got my name on it and the bar crawl, um, I was, they invited me to sponsor. So I do things like that. I'm on the, um, to stay intact with the, the real estate community, you know, everybody's like, well, if I want to be about a, around another bunch of realtors, like that's not helping me with my sphere. It may not help you with your sphere as far as your sales, but it will help you within the community. Definitely. When I worked with Joan Ryder, we had a very small office, right? There were four or five of us at any given time. One of my goals was to make sure that the community knew, I knew what the community do was doing, the real estate community, and what they knew who I was. Mm. So, you know, so doing things within the community is not a waste of time. It's actually a really great way to know your competitors, your um you know, you're uh, the folks that you're going to be doing business with. And I'd like sure. to think that if I submit an offer that, you know, that people will want to work with me. <laughs> I always want to be, I don't ever want to be the other way. Right, you know, most definitely. But, but I want them to be able to see my name and say, oh, I know her, even if, you know, we haven't done a deal together, but maybe we served on a committee together or, you know, got into something on a task force or, you know, um, work together at our office. You know, our offices are so big and multiple offices here and there. You just don't know who you're going to. Very true. Gonna, Very you know. true. So what yeah. do you do to stay in contact with your past clients? Is it something uh, weekly, monthly, quarterly, annually? What does that look like? Um, well, it depends. But for our like Popeyes, um, I do Popeyes. I put little gifts together. 
um, usually something of value or just something cute with a tagline and uh, get it out to, you know, anywhere between 25 and 50 people on my, um, on my list, uh, okay. about four, four to six times a year, depending on what it is, you know, we do the schedules like the Raven schedules and the um, Orioles schedules are always a good idea. They can put them right on their fridge or, you know, in their garages and, you know, that'll keep them walking by and looking mm -hmm. at my bug. Um, so funny, my father actually, <laughs> I was in his garage the other day and somebody must be farming his area. And there was a cute little Raven schedule with not my face on it. And I was <laughs> like, all right. I was like, so you just never know, right? So you got to um, add him to your uh, 25 to 50 people now. <laughs> now he's on, well, the, the Raven schedule goes out to all of my people. So oh, okay. there are certain things like, um, like the spring schedule, spring maintenance schedules that goes out to everyone. The, um, the, the sports schedules go out to everyone. Holidays, we do a, a pie giveaway and some people have pie parties. Um, I deliver them. So oh, I love that. Yeah. So about a hundred, 125 to 150 pies go out. Wow. Beer. Yeah. Usually including uh, right top and foremost are the folks that I, um, the folks that I sold property to, or, you know, used me to sell their property, uh, during the year, whoever I could help rentals, whatever the case may be. Gotcha. And that, yeah. And then the other ones are my tried and true people who are, um, you know, who are uh, referrals, like sent me referrals and, you know, and people just along the routes. So oh, uh, sometimes there's no rhyme or reason to the madness. It's just <laughs> that happens. That happens down the all of like, oh, my gosh, I haven't seen them in forever. And I know they really like jelly beans. So I may make sure that they're on the list for the Easter pop by. Gotcha. Or, you know, or whatever the case may be. And then holiday cards, of course, don't want to forget those. And we have a client event um, over at the uh, um, Stoneview Farm in Darlington for the holidays. And we do Santa photo shoots. Oh, that's great. So we have a photographer, cocoa, hot cocoa, cookies, Santa Claus. And uh, if you haven't been to Stoneview Farm, it is a phenomenal, gorgeous place. And I was lucky enough to sell the farm to the folks who own it. And they did a beautiful oh, wow. job dating it. And it's in Darlington. So shameless plug for them. Like mm -hmm. they're getting ready for their, their fall festivities. Check them out. Stoneview That's farm. That's awesome. Thank mm -hmm. you. Now, yeah. do you have a business coach that you work with? Or do you have a daily success plan that you've created for yourself if you don't have a coach? I'm kind of a wing it. So uh, I don't have a coach, but there are times when I definitely will pull someone in um, when I'm feeling like I'm on the struggle bus a little bit, mm -hmm. so, uh, but I do not have someone consistently. Okay. Um, I, I am all about the plan B. Like, you know, there are people out there. I got to sit on a panel with Brent, Brendan Butler and um, Andrew, um, oh, his phenomenal agent, uh, and his last name is escaping me. I'm so sorry, Andrew. But he, um, he's a phenomenal agent. And these guys are like, they're much younger than me, but they are heavy hitters. And they are going to come. They're coming right out of the gate. And they are very stringent. Mm -hmm. And I, like, they are very oriented. They're task oriented. They know exactly what they're doing every single day. 
and I am not that girl. <laughs> so for all the agents out there who are not, it is possible to continually be successful without having that. And I, I regimented plan. And I have to tell you, I have all the respect in the world for those who do. I just, it has just never been part of my, uh, it's never been part of my persona. It's never been part of my, my habits are different than most people's, I think, uh, in the real estate world. Um, or maybe not, I don't know, you know, but, um, but I, I do have all the respect for the people who really do keep uh, a really tight ship on their uh -huh. lead and everything. I just do things a little more. I don't want to call it, or, it is organically. It is a little more organic, I think. Sure. So, hey, Kevin, work working for you. Yeah, well, yeah, I just, you know, one of the things I want people to, I guess I want to get across is that everybody has their way of doing things, right? So, hey. you know, if you don't know how to do it and you want to do it, there are plenty of people who are going to help you get there. Absolutely. Absolutely. I just are, go ahead. Grew, sorry. Yeah, that's okay. I just grew mine organically from the get-go. So That's fabulous. And it's working for you, obviously, uh, with the production numbers that you yeah. have. Yeah, I mean, I'm not certainly not upset about it. By any imagination, <laughs> I wake up every day very grateful. You know, yes. I need the first hour to drink coffee, like ogle at my dogs because I'm a crazy dog lady, and just watch them and giggle, and that really sets the tone for my day. So, I'm not a person who hits the ground running. Like you know, my husband happens to be one of those people. God mm -hmm. knows, you know, there's plenty of. Um, plenty of folks out there who are like that and that's not my I need to get a little zen first before I start making phone calls and you know and and getting everything going for the day mm -hmm. yeah I can imagine and, well you got and not to mention your your day probably goes a lot longer than most when you're out showing houses in the evening as well well yes yeah that's you know, else. not not a big deal to be doing emails and you know following up on phone calls because uh, there, there are no boundaries. People work oh. different schedules now. Oh yeah. Well, what kind of trends are you seeing in the marketplace right now? So it looks like the, the inventory is ticking up and um, we're seeing some price drops right now. I mean, I'm looking at, you know, I'm looking at the MLS three and four times a day, uh, on, on the regular. I mean, I don't think a day goes by when I don't look at it at least three times. Um, you know, I start my days with it and I end my days with it. So I don't miss anything for my, my clients that are, are still looking um, or new clients who are looking. But I think, uh, you know, last month we had what, 220 properties in Harford County alone. And now we have 280 properties in Harford County. So the numbers are coming up, but there are properties that are staying on the market longer. And I think we're seeing a lot of uh, price drops mm. right now. So gotcha. But, and the interest rates keep going up and you know, that eventually, that been everything I mean, they're, yeah. they're, they're ugly. We can say they're ugly. Yeah. But you know, there's a difference between, they're not that ugly. I bought my first house for more. I think I paid nine, like nine. Okay. I was at six and a half. Yeah, I was at nine and seven eighths, and I think I was thrilled that it wasn't ten. You know, right? So it's all subjective, right? It's all yeah. Oh, most definitely. It's all perspective. Most definitely. So you look at the younger buyers, and they have no idea that anyone would have paid such things. But we did it because that's what the trend was at the time. Most definitely. Yeah. Most definitely. 
are, are there any new apps or new technologies that you're using at this time that's new to you? Let's say as the, you know, in the last couple of years, as the market has been changing. Mm-hmm. So um, I know a lot of people like TikTok. I like to watch TikTok, but I think I'm at that age group where I'm not, I've never been one who is super comfortable. In, I can talk in front of a crowd, no problem, but you're probably not going to see me necessarily um, doing videos and like the TikTok and the Snapchat and the Twitter. They're not my, they're not my avenues. I, I am old. I am the, the young people would call me an old lady because I do like the Facebook and the Instagram and Pinterest. So those are my, my platforms that I choose to use, but okay. um, yeah, but I'm not one for live streaming. And that's something that I feel like I definitely need to get out of my comfort zone and, you know, utilize that a little bit more. Oh, there you go. That's a good goal. Maybe you can find somebody that you think that is doing really well with that. Maybe they can help you. Oh, I have a whole, yes, I have a whole, a whole um, list of people that I like realtors and non-realtors, but people that I want to get in front of because I have to giggle. Like there's a few lenders and insurance agents that are all about like the TikToks and the, and the reels. And I watch them and I follow them because I think they're great. And I have a lot of respect for them for, Mm -hmm. for doing like that. I just uh, finished reading a book. I don't have it out in front of me. And Mm -hmm. it was uh, how to monetize TikTok. And I bought the book. I read the book. And I'm just Mm -hmm. like, I'm overwhelmed. Just reading it. (laughs) Overwhelmed. And I love it. But this one loan officer was able to get 225 people to apply online in one 12-month period and 25 purchased. And I, I said, okay, now those are numbers that I can get behind. And now I need to rethink my whole mindset because that's a lot of pudding, you know, I'll say proof is oh, yeah. a lot of pudding right there. So I don't know what to do yeah. with it because I feel very overwhelmed by it, but I, I love that that woman did it and yeah. much respect to her that she was able to do it. Yeah. Um, I'm with you. I kind of like to go down TikTok as just like when I have 45 minutes to kill while I'm waiting in line for something. That's when oh, you go down the rabbit hole. That's oh, the other totally thing. down the rabbit hole, especially <laughs> Judge Judy. Um, I just <laughs> love because she's very clear, very concise, and very yeah. no BS. I kind of love that about her. Yeah, I and think one of the th- sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. That's okay. Go ahead. She's really laugh. Yeah. Oh my gosh, she's hyster. She's been hysterical for the last thirty years, no doubt. Exactly. Right? And I'm Judge Judy, five o'clock on weekdays. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they try to get on her. I'm like, she's gonna tear you apart. I get no yeah. good. I'm doing good. I yeah. spend the whole time. But, that, but that's a. But you know, I mean, it it it's like the whole the whole this whole generation with the um, influencers, right? Yeah. I'm just I'm in awe about it, but. It's too overwhelming for me, and I like I want to watch them, but I don't want to be one because that's right. not my thing, right. That's not my thing. Definitely. So I'm with yeah. you there. Yeah, but, do you have but certain- I think it's phenomenal. And and my oh. point is, like, no matter what avenue you go through, like you know, you you have the ability to make it successful, no matter what you do. Oh yeah. And even if someone says, "Oh, that's antiquated or outdated," well, to them it might be, right. but you know, but and it and it goes by age groups too. Yeah, so- doesn't mean it doesn't work. People who are selling real estate in their twenties has a have a has a different approach than maybe myself who is approaching fifty way right. too quickly. Yeah, so you know, um, but I you know I think I'm very admirable of everyone who finds their 
uh, finds their their niche. Yes, runs with it. And those who do the multiple uh, things, I, I you know, I just I think it's fantastic, and I love I love watching people. You know, we all play in the same sandbox, and it oh, is yeah. high, we're in a highly competitive um, industry, without a doubt. And you know, and um, you 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 know, I think it's human to get your nose out of joint. You know with this or that, or, you know, someone's like, oh, well, you know, somebody reached out and contacted one of my clients. Well, define client, number one, is it really your client or is it like in your sphere? And, you know, they're just having a conversation, but there is plenty of room in the sandbox for everyone. Really is. And, You're absolutely right. You know, I think one of the things that I uh, really have appreciated as I've gotten older is that you can work for any company and you can do anything that you feel works best for your business or you can run your business plan however you want but at the end of the day if you're sitting in the room with 12 or 15 people and they're all producers and you have two or three people who are who are looking to become producers you know you can all share those thoughts and ideas and social media really change that whole closed mind mm -hmm. um, you know approach to real estate like well, long and foster's secrets or you know joan Ryder's secrets i'm only using those because i work here right <laughs> sitting in the long and foster office but you know what i mean so it's less closed off and i think um i think it's a good idea to share and you oh, know yes. and help your fellow realtors because that tidbit of information may come out better for them in the long run you know? absolutely Absolutely. Well, what goals do you have for yourself as you close out 2023 and start to look into 2024? Are there any goals that you have that you're trying to reach before the end of the year or any goals that you're looking to as you look for 2024? Um, I think for the most part, um, that, that's a good question because the goals I had at the beginning of the year are not the same goals that I have now. Yeah. So, yeah, I had a little come to Jesus with myself um, around March, I think. And, you know, um, I just, I'm going to continue doing what I'm doing. Um, and then, you know, understanding that the market is changing, which, you know, as much as we're like, oh, fast paced, everything changes. We don't like change. I don't care who you are. Mm -mm. We're not a fan, right? So right. it takes a little while to get used to, to get used to that. So, uh, so my mindset is a little different. I'm going to make sure that I have, um, I want to say obtainable goals for next year. I haven't quite gotten around to really seeing what that looks like. My husband's 10 years older than I am. We're both going to be 50 and 60 next year. So uh, that we've got some things on the bucket list that we, we are, you know, looking to do. I've got investment properties. I've got, you know, I want to throw a few more in the, in the batch mm -hmm. um, for our passive income later on down the road, uh, especially since we're not getting any younger. So mm -hmm. You know, I know. Right. But um, but otherwise, you know, uh, working my sphere and, um, you know, staying in contact with all of my clients and you know, giving back to the community where I can is, you know, I, I think I take a more passive approach to real estate. Um, I don't I don't know if that's the appropriate term, but, you know. But like, you know, like these folks who have their cars wrapped in like, you know, I see them all around town. I'm like, oh. mm -hmm. So, so, but, uh, but that's number one, I speed too much and I can't, <laughs> I don't want them to be able to pick me out of a crowd. Right. I have enough problems. I love that. <laughs> so, but yeah, I just, you know, I just, I, you know, I just think that, um, 
really my goals would be to get back to like setting a certain amount of time to make sure that I hit all of those fine points for my client contacts and sure. making sure people know that I'm there and I care because I really do. You know, um, I love all my people. I have separation anxiety when we, when we part ways, you know. Oh, and, I bet. I bet. Yeah. yeah. Well, but you know, putting on a few more client events is something I would like to do. And not necessarily huge ones, but, you know, just something like uh, maybe a tea by two afternoon for, uh, for my lady clients and their daughters or sons or whoever they want to bring with them. Mm-hmm. Um, some, you know, some little, little things here and there. My other goal is to make sure that I am always learning something. So watching podcasts, getting to the meetings, getting to the training that the board offers or whatever the case may be, whatever you're into women's council or, you know, um, uh, the Todd Collins show or whatever, whatever is going on and just staying in touch with my real estate community a little bit. Cause I think the busier we get, we do get away from that. Yes. Like, like I said, Betty Klepka puts one that, you know, has a, um, a, a realtor round table. Um, right. you know, yes. And Kim and I did at the, at the beginning of 2020, we had um, like a master mastermind. Thank you. Other part about turning 50, your brain doesn't work. <laughs> I'm with you. Right yeah. there too. The words that you're looking for just don't come to you as easily, right? It, find it definitely does not. Like trying to find something witty to say in an in an argument or a debate, and then you find it after it's over, and you're like, "Oh, that would have been perfect." Let me text them. Let me text them. <laughs> <laughs> so, once it's done, it's done. You should just leave it in the back. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's the other thing. Yeah. I'm not dwelling. That's one thing I'm definitely going to work on is not dwelling on my shortcomings as much, making sure I remember they're there. So maybe I won't go back to that. Yeah. But, you know, but trying to focus on the positive, leave the past in the past, look at my numbers in the future, you know, and try to write out maybe the next five to 10 years. So I don't have to do it when I turn 60. I'll do it because I want to. And I'll be one of the little real estate ladies who just stop working one day because I moved to Florida. Maybe. That's such a great plan. Thank (laughs) you so much, Heather, for coming on here. Thank you for sharing with us about your business, um, about your uh, telling us about your production and how you do what you do so well. Um, Please take a moment, listeners, and uh, give us a review, an honest review on here um, about what we could do to help you grow your business and about what you're learning here with uh, Heather herself. Thank you so very much for tuning in and until next week. Thank you for joining the Maryland Real Estate Influencers Podcast. We'd like to ask you two favors. Number one, forward this podcast to three of your favorite realtor friends. They'll thank you for it and I'll thank you for it too. Number two, we'd love reviews. It helps get the word out. 